Politics, Power, and the People. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. If we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. I think Mueller is a true never-Trumper. He's somebody that dislikes Donald Trump. He's somebody that didn't get a job that he requested, that he wanted very badly, and then he was appointed. He is lying about the special counsel's findings, lying about the testimony of key witnesses in the special counsel's report, and above all, lying and saying that the special counsel found no obstruction and no collusion. The nation hears for the first time from special counsel Robert Mueller, who's later criticized by President Trump, while the president's actions are again called into question by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler as Democrats struggle with the issue of impeachment. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the statement about the Russia probe from Robert Mueller seemed to mean different things to different people depending on their political position. The opinion says that the Constitution requires a process other than the criminal justice system to formally accuse a sitting president of wrongdoing. Some Democrats argue that was Mueller's signal that they need to act and move ahead on impeachment. But House Speaker Nancy Pelosi again urged Democrats not to move ahead too quickly. You don't bring an indictment or you don't bring an impeachment unless you have all of the facts, the strongest possible case, uh, so that the, um, uh, the president is held accountable one way or another in the court of public opinion or in the court of law or in the Congress of the United States. Still, more than 40 Democrats have called for an impeachment inquiry, which would initiate proceedings against the president. And Pelosi is under growing pressure from that vocal minority within the party to take action. Another issue before lawmakers is how hard they will push to get Mueller to testify on Capitol Hill, something he indicated he does not want to do. The report is my testimony. I would not provide information beyond that which is already public in any appearance before Congress. Republicans and the president say that leaves no reason for congressional Democrats to push for Mueller's testimony, that the report is complete, has been largely made public, and that there's no need to relitigate it. I spoke about the issue of Mueller's possible testimony, as well as election security heading into the 2020 presidential election with the vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Virginia Democratic Senator Mark Warner. I think he reminded us that this was an assault on our democracy, and if we don't do more to protect ourselves, they or others will be back. And so my biggest takeaway is when Congress comes back, we ought to pass legislation because it's not going to come out of the White House. We ought to pass legislation that would ensure safer elections so that there's, for example, a paper trail auditable system out of all of our voting machines. We ought to make some rules of the road so that the Facebooks of the world are no longer able to be manipulated by Russians or others with the creation of fake identities that drive dissension in our country. And we ought to make a law that would say if a foreign agent tries to interfere in a foreign election on behalf of anyone, that campaign ought to tell the FBI, tell law enforcement if you see examples of foreign intervention. Uh, If we don't act on these issues, Congress is not doing its job, and we will be unsafe in 2020. and, And for all of the activity around Mueller and what Trump did or didn't do, the only thing worse than not getting to the bottom of that would be having 
in 2020 a repeat of uh, Russia or another foreign country intervening in our elections. The House Majority Leader, Steny Hoyer, and many other lawmakers say that they think that Robert Mueller should testify before Congress. What do you think? I think it'd be very important for Mr. Mueller to testify. In terms of our investigation, the only bipartisan investigation, whether it would be Mueller or one of his senior assistants, or at least getting the underlying counterintelligence evidence that documented the Russian intervention. That's what we're looking at from the Senate Intelligence Committee. That's different than what the House Judiciary Committee and some of the other committees are looking at. I'm most focused on trying to, again, find all the details of how the Russians intervened and how we make sure from both a legislative standpoint going forward, but also making sure that our intelligence community is fully alert to making sure it doesn't happen again. How the House Judiciary Committee will move ahead on getting testimony from Robert Mueller is still unclear. Chairman Jerry Nadler previously indicated he was willing to issue a subpoena, but appeared to soften on that after Mueller spoke, at least for now. Speaker Pelosi says she'll leave it in the committee's hands. They will make their decision about how they want to proceed. Jerry Nadler and the members of the committee are very um, uh, informed, and uh, I, I trust their judgment on how we would go forward. Another big issue ahead, new tariffs. Democrats and Republicans are expressing concerns about President Trump's plan to slap Mexico with tariffs unless it does more to stop migrants from coming across the southern border. Lawmakers in the Midwest and elsewhere worry about its impact on farmers already dealing with major weather-related issues, as well as the cost to consumers and the future of a new trade deal to replace NAFTA. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says the president is taking action to address growing problems at the border. Anybody in this country, or frankly in the world, that says that they're surprised by this uh, has been living under a rock and not paying attention. The president's been crystal clear that we have to take action, we have to step up, we have to do more. Congress, meanwhile, has a growing list of issues to address following its latest break. One of them is still final passage of more than $19 billion in disaster relief. A single congressman, for the third time, blocked the House from approving the sweeping measure by unanimous consent. The latest to object was Tennessee Republican John Rose. Trying to pass nearly $20 billion in new spending while the majority of Congress is not even in Washington reflects another act of irresponsible big government. And Congress returns to Washington with plenty of weighty issues to address, including impeachment, trade and tariffs, and yes, that disaster relief bill that's stuck here on Capitol Hill. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. 
Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.